Hey, everybody, it's Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. Dexter Bjergstein, Power Eye Minkota Lightning Sprint Pilot in the studio with us today. We're going to be talking with him in a little while. Chad, not in the studio. You went AWOL today again. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Chad, uh, another one of the sponsors on today's Dirty Thursday show is Northwest Tire, where Chad happens to work. They're looking for some front counter sales help, all right? Uh, you'd be working with customers. You'd be writing up work orders, uh, selling tires, inventory, that kind of stuff. Pay will depend on experience. Uh, also, the uh, benefit package they have, pretty good. Uh, PTO, health insurance, 401k, all that kind of good stuff. Call Chad, 701-780-8473, or you can apply online at nwtire.com. Uh, before we get rolling here with the show, if you have any questions or comments, our number is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call. Uh, let's do it. Jokes my neighbor tells me. Now, I think I might have used this one before, but um, I, I was struggling today, so let's see. Uh, Paul, the producer, it'll be up to him to see if he likes it or not. Uh, the Beastie Boys, do, do you remember this one? Did we ever use this one? Beastie Boys are uh, releasing a five-part anthology now. Beastie Boys releasing a five-part anthology. Uh, parts A through D are free, uh, but you have to fight for your right to part E. <laughs> I thought that one was pretty good. We'll throw that one in there. Uh, all right, uh, let's do some uh, track schedules here. Tomorrow night, River City Speedway, Minkota Lightning Sprints, uh, Wissota Late Models, Wissota Street Stocks, Wissota Midwest Mods, Wissota A Mods are back tomorrow night, River City Speedway, Saturday, Devil's Lake, uh, Pure Stock, Wissota Street Stocks, Wissota Midwest Mods, Late Models, Trophy Class. Uh, no racing in Greenbush this weekend. Uh, we'll f- find out why there. Uh, Sunday, Buffalo River in Glendon. It is a regular race night, and we've already got... Uh, a whole bunch of people texting. Uh, Heather says, good morning. You're tardy for the party, guys. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Nick, good morning. You're tardy. Uh, I think they wanted to make sure that you were up to watch. There you go. Paul Erickson was worried there was no Dirty Thursday today. Uh, Heather, I'm up early, so you must have me confused with someone else. I'm going to blame it all on Dexter. That's why we're late today. Um, anyway, welcome to the studio. Dexter Dvergstein, how are you, man? Uh, pretty good. Pretty um, good? You got a little waylaid on the way here today? Yeah, late as usual. Yeah. Uh, Actually, that I should have been early, but uh, 21 mile detour. Yeah, what, what's going on up there? I'm not sure what they're doing on the road. I resurfacing or whatever they're doing between Warren and New Folden, but yeah, I was quite mad. <laughs> <laughs> and when you texted me or, or messaged me, you had gotten a plenty early start. Yeah, I was, so, I mean, I was on the way. You were doing good. Um, I did want to mention, too, before we uh, get too deep into this, I still got some Forks Carding Association raffle tickets. Uh, go ahead, pick one of these up. They're only $10. They've got one $2,000 prize, a one $1,000 prize, four $500 uh, tickets out there, seven $250 tickets, and ten $100 tickets. I had to get that out of the way, too. I forgot about that. Um, so if you know anybody looking for these tickets, okay, uh, go ahead, get a hold of me. All right, let's get back to you now. Um, you're having a pretty damn good year so far. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> it didn't start out very well when I when I raced in California in March, but uh, we took a clutch out. Yep. Uh, it was supposed to be a two-day deal, and I was really excited to do it. Um, but unfortunately and surprising enough, <clears throat> we couldn't find a clutch pack. Hell, what the hell? I thought the same thing. Uh, people have them, but they either didn't have them with them or they're at home. And we even went to one of the biggest coin, or a coin, coin is the dealership name. Yep. And we asked if they had one and they said we could order them. I'm like, well, so can my dealership back home too. Like, right, right. Like you should have 
I feel like things on hand here, but yeah, yeah. maybe that's just today's day and age. Now, uh, how big of a part is that? It's just uh, uh, clutchback is just their discs in yep, there, yep. Uh, fiber and steel discs. Anyway, um, when I had it fresh, and uh, I think it just didn't get put in right. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, I suppose you wouldn't have that with you in the hauler or anything because that's no. something you're going to have to take it all apart and redo it in a shop <laughs> anyway. So I could see. I was thinking, part that small, why don't they just carry them in there? But that makes sense. Well, then <clears throat> the whole transition of because this is a new car, you know, and I flew down there to race it. And uh, so I obviously I didn't have anything mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, just a for- unfortunate that it happened and couldn't race night two. Was that your car? It is now. Okay. Oh, it is now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you brought that thing with you back home, or how'd that work? So Chris Crowder called me here this winter and uh, mm-hmm. and asked, or actually told me that I should buy his car, and and uh, long story short, we did, and then he said I should come down and race, and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. So I did it. I flew down there, and he got it all ready. I had my had to get my motor freshened, yep. so I sent that to a guy in Indiana and uh, shipped that there. Then he shipped it to Arizona. Chris put it in the motor, and I just more or less just showed up the race, Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> which is not usually what I do. But mm-hmm. uh, thanks a lot to Chris for doing all the work to get the car going. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time. You know, when those guys all come up here, uh, you get to be friends with them and all that stuff. And uh, what a great group of guys out there, huh? Yeah, I know. He's, he's a class act. He's a, he's a really good dude. And, uh, well, then when I left, he, uh, he brought the car back to Colorado Springs where he lives. And then uh, Kyle Cole and I went out there on a road trip and picked it up. Oh, nice. Uh, Paul Erickson says, Dexter always shows up right as the flag drops. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit about this year. Uh, River City Speedway, not such a great night for you, but not bad. But now, what, three wins this year, I think? Uh, you swept over the weekend. Uh, where were they? Greenbush, Buffalo River, or Devil's Lake and Buffalo yep. River. Yep. Uh, you also won at Greenbush this year. Yep. Um, when we start looking at the history of Dexter Dvergstein, uh, Minn Kota champion 2020 and 2021, Second in points last year. Yep. Off to a good start this year. I think you're fifth in points right now. Um, how would you grade yourself so far this year? Uh, I missed the race because we were in the field uh, trying to get the crop in. Um, but the like you said, the first night in Grand Forks wasn't the greatest. It was the second night in the car. Uh, I didn't feel very comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more laps you, you get in, you know, as a racer, you know, you just get more comfortable with the, with the car and what it's going to do. And then uh, we went to Greenwich there that third night of the year, I suppose. And uh, I just, I guess I come out firing and um, been on a roll since, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you were in the fields. Is that what you do? Are you far- I thought you were an electrician. I am. Uh, so my dad farms. Okay. And, uh, and actually, I started farming a whopping 52 acres this year. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, so it's a start. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so we had to get the crop in. And then, uh, so I missed. And, and, uh, but electrician full time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, how did you get started in racing? Well, I grew up in Greenbush, so. And, and well, I, okay. Now I, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit here. Um, me growing up at Thief River Falls, uh, I spent a lot of time at Greenbush Racetrack uh, working on A mods and stuff with some of my buddies there. But I, my entire life, I've always, for some reason, would think of Greenbush as a snowmobile town you know because of dave and dermot wall right um and, and everybody knows about wall brother racing but um okay go on because uh greenbush a lot of racing around there yeah so i grew up uh i think it started in 91 i want to say it was uh so i was four then but I, i'm sure i went to the races when i was six eight mm-hmm. years old and then uh 
the neighbors that I grew up uh, around, they went all the weekends, and they're they're really good friends with the walls, and I go with them. And then I would ask my cousins to take me to the races, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it just kind of kept kept growing from there. And uh, funny story, uh, when I was old enough to go take my four wheeler or whatever to the races. Again, I was always late, but that was more so on purpose because I always said, "Oh, it's just the mini sprints." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now, ironically, I race one. You know, and, and the mini sprints—that's uh, what we used to always call them back in the day. They have come a long way. Yeah, uh, there was really—you um, could go from track to track, and if they had mini sprints, you never knew what you were racing against. Right? You never knew if they were going to have a snowmobile motor and clutch. If they were going to be running motorcycle stuff. Uh, if they were going to sound like a snowmobile, if they're going to sound, you just never knew. And now that they've kind of got everybody, you know, on the same page here now, um, I tell you what, these lightning sprints, um, one of the most popular classes probably across the whole dang country. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty popular. Um, I think they've really evolved, like you said. Uh, they've, they've actually become very, very presentable and uh, nice looking cars. Um, I know some people have some noise issues with them, but. Yeah. Which I can understand, but at the same time, you're going to the races. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. There's, you're always going to have them people, but it is what it is. You know, back in the day, I knew people that didn't like it because of the noise. Yep. And I hate that. Well, I used to close my eyes and think I was at a nice oval yeah. listening to twin trackers run or right. Formula Ones or threes or whatever. Um, but I grew up on snowmobiles, so that yep. was a good thing. I, I, I loved that sound. Uh, Nick Curtis says, and this is one of the questions I was going to ask you, do you ever think you would uh, ever try to hop into a 410? Uh, I mean, if the opportunity presented itself, um, I know financially I can't do it. No. Uh, so that financially and doing it myself, that I don't, it just probably could never happen. But uh, if somebody offered and, and had you know good stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be fun to try yeah. for sure. Somebody wants to know if you could just put a different exhaust on the cars to make them quieter. Yeah, uh, mufflers are big. Um, so does that exhaust, rob horsepower? Uh, it can rob and gain. Okay, um, the, but the mufflers is going to be the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, actually, right now I'm, I've been on borrowed headers thanks to the Hogabergs. Okay, uh, trying to get mine here. It's supposed to be here tomorrow, so I might still be on borrowed tomorrow. Okay, on if they get their parts or not, <laughs> yeah. or if mine actually fit. So uh, we'll see. But yes. Uh, you're right. You can put a different muffler on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and turn it down, like you know, so it's not pointing up in the air. You can turn it down to the ground. Oh, sure, sure. All right. Um, <laughs> I tell people put the headphones on yeah. with the radio. Yeah. Uh, that way, here at least at River Cities, they can listen to the racing too, and then not blow your eardrums out. Right. Um, you talk about money with a four ten. Uh, these lightning sprints now. Um, you know, there are ways to to beat some of the costs. I mean, you don't need a big huge hauler. You don't need all of that kind of stuff, but. Um, it's still a little spendy to get into a lightning sprint, isn't it? It can be. Uh, you know, I, all I run is a 7x14 enclosed trailer with a half-ton pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always told people I'd rather come to the races pulling a snowbill trailer on a on a pickup and a wing in the back. Sure, you can do that. And whoop some mm-hmm. and uh, versus coming in a big hauler and yep. finishing mid-packer in the back. You know, it's like I think it'd be cooler to come on on snowbill trailer than then you know yeah we uh it reminds me i was uh in a fishing tournament a couple of years ago and and we did fairly well and there was some some pros there and you know he was kind of making fun at at uh you know showing me what he uses and his equipment and then i showed him what i used and how i'd chintz and and buy things on sale and i buy them in the off season to save money and he kind of laughed at me and so then the how i really got him was uh 
well, how much money did you win this weekend? <laughs> yep. Well, we didn't place. So, well, we won a couple grand, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee Elizabeth, I know there was a price increase on a lot of parts yeah. uh, throughout the pandemic. Are you still seeing the heightened prices, or have they come down some? I. Uh, some stuff is the tires are the biggest thing. Uh, yeah, and I feel like the quality in the tires has gone down with the price increase. I don't know what the deal is there, but uh, maybe it's just, I don't know if it's just coincidence or what, but it feels like the tire quality has gone down. And, and I mean, you hate to say it, you hate to think it, but that could be done on purpose. You know, I, yeah, it's, you're not. I wrong. mean, how come now all of a sudden you could just have a drop off right. in tire quality? Right. You know, it's like my wife has said, you know, how everything has gone up in prices. And, and, and the prices, they don't, they haven't really gone up because they have to. They go up. Because they can. Yep. You know, that pandemic kind of started this whole freaking roll of yep. things going through the roof. Um, I know I ended up having to buy like 60 sheets of plywood working on my oh, house yeah. and at 80 bucks a sheet, yeah. you know, and, and it's ridiculous. ridiculous. There was no shortage of the stuff. It's just, well, I mean, I get it with shipping and all that. But um, do you guys, do you go through tires that much? It all depends on setup. Uh, <clears throat> the last couple nights in this car... I've uh, figured out somehow uh, how not to burn them. Yeah. Um, other than if it gets abrasive and rubbered up. But uh, the car has actually uh, been pretty good on the tires lately. Uh, so hopefully I can keep that going because um, that's going to save a lot of costs. Oh, sure. You know, and but like the price increase with some of these tires, uh, you know, these are the same size tires as midgets run. Uh-huh. And, well, if anybody knows anything about midgets, there's really no, no price. Price doesn't matter to them, guys. No, no. So they're, again, back to you can raise it because you can. Mm-hmm. I feel like they raise it because they can because yep. them guys are just going to keep buying They're going to keep buying them. Yeah. And yeah. there's way many more midgets than there is. Like, oh, sure. Well, so. they run midgets everywhere. Right. So. Wow. Um, how do you like Greenbush? Uh, you know, it, I got to go up there last year. I haven't been up there in years. Uh, the, the racetrack, I know... Um, uh, Terry always calls it a hidden gem up yep. there, uh, Blacklands, and and it really is. Yep. Um, I know people that go up there that have never been up there, and uh, they're, sh- you know, I don't know about shocked, but they're pleasantly surprised because it's such a nice facility. But um, that is a great race tra- race track, and it just keeps getting better all the time. Yeah, back in uh, I think it was 2015, um, Alan Trashinsky decided to try reshape it and think thank the Lord he did and uh, everybody else should thank him too because uh, the amount of work that he put in there that fall and the no rain that we ended up getting mm. um, worked out very, very well for him and all the work that he did. So thank, thank God that, uh, that Alan did that or we wouldn't probably have the racing yeah. as good as what we do today. Because I know people, they want to go up there. They put it on their calendar. They want to go up there and race. Uh, Heather says properly prepared racetrack helps with tire wear. Um, yep. You don't have to name any any tracks in particular dexter but um are there tracks when you know you're going to go to and you go oh boy here we go get ready to put on a new tire uh not a new tire but Mm -hmm. i have a bunch of scab tires that i'll put on okay and uh just use them up Mm -hmm. uh somewhere where you maybe wouldn't on say a different track Mm -hmm. uh where um say the say the surface isn't as hard on the tires you might want to put a newer one on um but yeah you'll save those tires for the for certain tracks has there been a track yet that you haven't won on that you're just itching to win locally yeah um, you won on pretty much all of them i think the 
only one I maybe haven't won on, which we haven't raced up there in a long time, would be maybe Morden. Okay, okay. Uh, but I think every one was locally that I have one on, yeah. Yeah, you're not like uh, the Jason Bird snake bit at River City Speedway kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> drives them nuts. But um, yeah. uh, it, it's is it a big difference in the lightning sprint between these tracks? Uh, it can be. Um, like Devil's Lake, for instance, uh, the corners are so wide. Um, so it depends on, I feel like, what gearing you would run mm-hmm. um, if you run the bottom or the top, uh, depending on conditions. So there's a, a couple factors that go into there. If you're on the bottom and you plan on running the bottom, well, then your gearing is set. But then, say, if you plan to run the top and you have to run the bottom, mm-hmm. well, then you might then be a little yeah. doggy okay. or too tall. Now, we've heard this time and time again, and, and I've seen the proof myself. Um, you guys, your lap times are comparable to some of the big boys. Right. Uh, I mean, your lap times are comparable to the, to the late models, mm-hmm. you know, the A mods. Um, is momentum a lot with these lightning sprints? I mean, if all of a sudden you got to get off the gas and hit the brakes, how long until you can get up the full bore again? Because I know that's kind of a big deal. Uh, it depends on the track conditions again. Um, if the track is, you know, if it's sticky uh, and you got to hit the brakes for someone or get off the gas or change your line or whatever, yeah, it'll take a bit because uh, either the person in front of you or behind you, uh, maybe they didn't have to brake or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, and they keep they keep wheeling. And so on a track like that, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big difference. You know, whether when it's slicker, it's not as as much of a problem because you're not going as fast so you can mm-hmm. more than likely you know get your momentum sure. back you know fairly quick yep um amanda joe wants to know have you won in ada that was my first win actually that was your first win yep. how many wins have you got do you know 56 56 mm-hmm. and how long have you been doing this my 12th year that's not too bad i didn't win my first year because i had a 750 uh and i was a different chassis mm-hmm. then uh the second year, I bought my last car, which I had for 10 years, and I think I won, like, six that year, and then I didn't win my third year, and then I, but I've won every year since. Every year since but. To own a car for 10 years, uh, that is a testament to you probably never had that thing on its roof, or did you? I did. I entered it five times once. Really? Yeah. Didn't it just English. one of those deals? Yep. Okay, hold on here. Yeah. So I have a question that might be kind of dumb, and I think this pertains to all the racers that are out there but you know you, you, to win a race you get what like a prize package of two three thousand bucks or something along those lines a race <laughs> <laughs> i think if that was the case there you would see the pits slammed <laughs> yeah. no they don't get that much <laughs> so, okay so that brings me to my point like when you say like you know when you roll your uh car and you take all this damage i mean do you just go home and you're like i gotta win like 10 races to pay for this now nah (laughs) everybody that races knows that you don't make money yeah it's Um, more for fun it's all for fun and the people that come in with big haulers um more power to them but uh they're just more well off than the rest of us sure sure and uh you know what you do you you race to kind of try to help fund your addiction a little bit uh you know it, it, it if you could if you could show up at the racetrack every night and come home breaking even, it wouldn't be a bad night. No, that's everybody's goal. Yeah, I mean, and and winning obviously. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the winning does help. But uh, the breaking even part to help pay for some of the costs, whether it's the fuel getting there, uh, some of the maintenance on the tires or the car oil, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the goal is to to break even. Um, does it always happen? No. And you might have your times where. You're on a stretch where you're doing really well, so you're kind of on a high. Mm-hmm. Well, you just keep riding it. Yep. And but 
there's always going to be that time where you come down to the low. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you got to take the good with the bad. And, and let's face it, a um, lot of luck involved with racing. Yep. I mean, how many times have we seen a car totally get destroyed and had no fault at all mm-hmm. of the guy piloting that car? It, mm-hmm. it just luck can mean everything. Sometimes some of that stuff happens deliberately. Uh, sometimes it happens that because people are driving stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's just unfortunate. Um, and things do happen. Yeah. It's just sometimes out of your control. When you're in an open wheel car, though, um, I know there's still stupidity out there. Yeah. But um, you really got to curb that a lot more compared to these cars with fenders on them. You have to respect the open wheel because, uh, especially in a sprint car, uh, I know mods are you know half open mm-hmm. wheel, but uh, a sprint car, those tires jump real quick. Oh, they'll climb right up. Yep. yep. And when that does that, uh, you think you could just jump a tire and and land again right no no usually it, it takes your your momentum yeah and it might throw the car and more than likely not you might you know end up rolling yeah so well uh heather says uh dexter and travis had lap times in the 13 last weekend at the 13s that's uh that's pretty darn good uh we're gonna take a little break here on a dirty thursday brought to you by river city speedway dexter Bjergstein is in the studio today with the power i'm in code lightning sprints uh we're gonna talk a little bit about valvoline instant oil change life doesn't ever seem to slow down everything needs to be done yesterday uh, same thing for an oil change how many times have you not gone in because you don't have the time go to valvoline instant oil change usually in and out of there in about 20 minutes. They do uh, tranny and coolant flushes and tire rotations and batteries. Uh, when you go in there to get that oil change, they're also going to check your battery lights, your wipers, your cabin air filter. They're going to check all your fluids, your tires. Uh, you get discounts for fleets and the military. Uh, they can text and email invoices and coupons, too. Here's a really cool thing. They're already really cheap to get the oil change. Mentioned Grand Fork's best source. They'll even knock 10 bucks more off your oil change. Uh, they're open Monday through Saturday. No appointment needed. Pickup and delivery available in Grand Fork's, too, uh, for a complete oil change and more. Get a hold of them. 3325 South 38th Street or call 701-780-8462. Make sure you tell them Grand Fork's best source sent you to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. And let's hear from another one of our sponsors, Muskox. Hey, if you move snow with a skid steer, you've got to see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual auger, called the dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the off surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces. See the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. See the difference for yourself. It's the muskox difference. Hey folks, if you want to give your toys and holler the buff look without the buffer, Check out Intimidator Polish. See the link on gfbestsource.com. Get the buff look without the buffer. Man, that's good stuff. Intimidator Polish, all right? Uh, back with Dexter Bjergstein. Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. Of course, I'm in Coda Lightning Sprint driver. Amanda Joe Enright says, thoughts on infield tractor tires with a lightning sprint. And I never thought of this because I've seen what these inside tractor tires, ute tires, whatever they got, I've seen what they can do to a full-size car. I would imagine that would be like getting in a head-on with a full-size car, hitting one of those things with a lightning sprint. Yeah, actually, uh, I mean, I've hit them before, but uh, 
think it was two years ago now in Greenbush, the last race of the year, the track was really sticky mm-hmm. and uh, I went into turn one and uh, the car turned um, more than I was expecting and I drove the left front right into it. It sent me up in the air. It's uh, I don't know what kind of <clears throat> twists I did and stuff, but the wing never, it got crushed a little bit, but the sideboard brushed along the ground along the track and just touched it. And I did some spins. And I landed on my tires. <laughs> oh, and, pirouette kind of thing. <laughs> right. And, and I remember seeing cars coming from my right. Cause I was, I was perpendicular to the track and just thought, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me. But um, unfortunately, or fortunately, it was, you know, just an axle and a part of the wing that was dead. Oh, that's all. That. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still expensive. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it could have been way worse. Yeah. Uh, Heather says, Nolan tells the tale of half-buried road tires uh, some tracks used to have. He called them the oil pan killers. Yeah. Said he'd rather hit the infield tire than the oil pan killers. I suppose yeah. those are the ones you don't see. But back in the day now, if... She wanted to text that. I I do remember seeing that a lot too back in the day. But um, I think they're getting pretty good at cleaning that kind of stuff up. But uh, I mean, those big tractor tires—they're there for a reason, mm-hmm. and and they do what they're there for. I mean, they right. serve their purpose. It's just you hear a lot of people say there's no place on a racetrack. To me, that's like a tree in a golf course. There's no place. You know, <laughs> you shouldn't have trees on golf courses. Why don't they just put brick buildings off on the golf courses? That way, you could at least play the bank you know and 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 play the shank off it or whatever you're gonna do um you know we had talked about maybe getting in any other a different type of car and, and the money and all of that have you ever had the opportunity to hot lap anything else uh I can't remember if it was a street stock i think it was pure stock um back before i raced it was uh jordan Dre's pure stock i think it was oh sure uh, up in greenwich for the mechanics race that mm-hmm. i i got to do and uh i drove a little too hard and i uh, did a little uh cosmetic damage and so that was my that was my fender racing days were probably probably over there but but yeah no it was fun um and uh the i think it was a year before that i got the race uh brandon johnson's lightning sprint and uh i think that's probably what, what got you hooked yeah yeah yep i used to help uh jordan Dre all the time and uh i was like well if i'm gonna keep going to the races i just will get my own car right? sure sure and i love sprint cars and uh well i can't afford a 410 so yeah i went and back got myself a at the time, a mini sprint. You know, and that's uh, what I did, too. I was at the racetrack every week, and so I decided to get myself a race car, and as I was building the race car, that's when I met my wife, and pretty soon the race car was sold before I got it <laughs> But um, she always promised me another race car. Uh, she was going, and I've told this story a million times. Uh, she was going for a Ph.D., and, uh, you know, she had told me when I, when, I, when I get my Ph.D. and I get my first job, I'll buy another race car. Well, Fast forward a few years, you throw in the flood in there. So that was another year we had to wait. But um, I was working at River City Speedway then. And the one day she just said, hey, it's time. I'm like, for what? Race car, what do you want? So I think I'm good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I love what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, I get to meet you guys and talk to you guys and hang around with you guys all the time. I get to go to the racetrack all the time and... Uh, doesn't cost me anything, and I'm guaranteed to bring money home. Yeah. So I, I gotta like that. Um, I noticed uh, I, I creeped you on Facebook, social media. Um, all your pictures are either racing or hunting. Yep. Uh, you an outdoorsman? Yeah. 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 Um, I uh, see the 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 Burt's taxidermy shirt on there, and I've I've yep. seen. Looked like. Did you have a nice muley in one of those pictures? Yeah, I did. Uh, I think that was back. It must have been. Well, probably five years ago now. 
uh, out in Western North Dakota, uh, north of Kildare. Mm-hmm. Um, that was with the bow. Okay. Uh, 60 yards. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like the outdoors. Uh, I, I guess, there's, you know, when the weather's nice, there's no better pl- place to be, right? Oh, I agree. Air's, I agree. Air's, air's fresh. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, depending on where you're at, but I feel like the outdoors are more so in the country. Yeah. Um, you know, and, some people call them outdoors on a patio somewhere. It's like, well, yeah, that's I mean, I could too, shoot but, deer off my front deck if yeah. I wanted to, but I don't. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, you guys are – that's the country. Yeah. Where you guys are at, you you take that stretch behind Greenbush and Carlstead, mm-hmm. working your way this way. I mean, there's not regular mile roads around there. I don't think that's some pretty big territory. That's tundra up yeah. there. Uh, I mean, there's some that, that stretch to Carlstead to, to Greenbush. There, yeah, it gets into the Twin Lakes uh, swampy area. But yeah, there's uh, there's a bunch of wooded area around there, and I mm-hmm. used to, I used to hunt there too. But um, yeah, there's there's stretches there. You got to watch out for for deer. And well, actually, last Saturday on the way to Devil's Lake, I seen a a bear must have been last year's cub that crossed the road. Oh, sure. There's been a lot of bear sightings around here lately, and people yeah. don't realize there's bears everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's just not, I mean, it's not like cocaine bear you see in the movie, people. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of critters that are around here all the time that people don't realize. I mean, I got fishers at my house. People are, Fish, there's not fishers around here. Well, there are. Right. It's just certain animals are smart enough where you're not ever going to see them. Yep. Um, boy, it's like these people are reading my mind, Dexter. Um, you excited for the Nationals? I am very excited. Uh, this new car, um, I didn't realize or even think about how much of a difference it could make uh, versus my old one. I thought my old one was pretty good. I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty good in it. Um, but this one, my confidence at the moment is, is super high. Uh, not only because I've won the, the three races there, but uh, just what I, what the car does and what I what I set it up as mm-hmm. and what it does, you know, performance wise. I just I'm. I'm shocked, and now being five races in, I can't wait to for ten races in uh, to see how much more I can learn. And then uh, when the nationals do come, you know, if I can get a little bit of luck, uh, whether it's drawing or or staying out of some wrecks or something, I think we, I think I can do very, very well. Mm-hmm. How fun would it be to beat the guy that sold you the car? Because is he coming up for the nationals? <laughs> he actually is. Yeah. Uh, not in his car, okay, but in the same exact chassis. Oh, okay. So we were actually just talking last night how cool it would be to, or how cool it's going to be to race each other in the same chassis, mm-hmm. and uh, and just the fun it's going to be because uh, he's very competitive. I'm very competitive, sure, and, and he's very good. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm I'm good, but you know maybe not as good as him. Yeah, um, but. To beat him in the same chassis, I think, could be pretty cool. Now, is that a common chassis? Is it a chassis anybody can <clears throat> buy, or is this like a one-off? No, uh, anybody can buy them. Okay. Uh, it's a Diablo okay. fabrication chassis. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I believe, 13 cars out there. Uh, but they're making, they're producing parts. Um, and if you called to order one today, uh, you could, I'm not sure what the, the lead time on it mm-hmm. is, but uh, you can get one. Wow. All right. Uh, Amanda Joe Dexter is a wonderful inspiration to the many rookies that we have had through the years. As a veteran driver, uh, he takes the time. Whoops. As a veteran driver, he takes the time with not just the rookies, but other drivers as well to help them out in any way he can. Uh, Dexter, you remember what it was like being a rookie? Uh, is, is that why you're like this? Uh, probably more so that person in general, but... Um... But yes, I was once there too. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up to to guys that I chased and wanted to be like, or or actually ultimately better than. Um, but you listen to those people. Um, you be you be nice, uh, and then 
basically all just same type of thing. They were nice mm-hmm. to me, and I just returned the favor because, uh, like I said, I was once there too. Yeah. So I want those kids or young people or beginners, whatever, to look up to me, uh, feel that they can ask me questions and and just you know that I can try help them in any way that I can. Sure, and, and I mean when you were first growing in the sport, I mean I'm sure you leaned on a lot of people for advice and things like that, and then then you start to notice uh, once you start winning that advice is a lot harder to come by, isn't it? It is. Uh, you know, I can tell people what I do. Um, like, you know, like my other car was a Bailey chassis. Uh, mm-hmm. Not many people had it. So, I mean, I could tell my setup, but it's going to be totally different than theirs. Uh, you know, like it just goes for driver, too. Even if you sure. had the same chassis, you're probably going to have a different setup. But um, I guess you can you can tell them things that might lead them in the right direction. Um, but ultimately, I don't watch them enough to know what they really need uh, for the car-wise. Um, but yeah, you can help them out as much as you can. And you know, Bailey, um, I used to years ago used to get uh, Open Wheel magazine all the time. And I don't even know if it's a magazine anymore. It might be, but um, they always had an advertisement in there for Bailey chassis, race ready. And I can remember this years ago, ten thousand dollars, race ready to go. Um, <laughs> kind of chuckle at that nowadays, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know what a race ready car would be. I don't know, brand new everything, thirty five maybe. Oh yeah. I mean, what's a what's a new motor run nowadays? Mm, I haven't looked on eBay lately, but the last time I did, I think it was it was back down to let's say fifty five or six. Okay, okay. So it's still not great. No, but it's, uh, yep, it's enough. Uh, Paul Erickson Dexter helped me out a lot my first season in a lightning sprint. Now hopefully I can get my engine rebuilt and get back on the track with him. Still this season, Wesley Van Drunen. Uh, remember when we crashed Devil's Lake and had a guy bring parts from Iowa so we could race on Sunday at Buffalo River. That would have been back uh, probably year, maybe year one even. Wow. Really um, going back. I do remember an incident incident uh, in Devil's Lake when the lights went out <laughs> and we raced. It wasn't completely dark, but uh, the lights went out, but it was getting really close to dark. Uh-huh. And I actually remember a guy hit the wall, and uh, I, I don't know if that car ever came back on the track, actually. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, that was an unfortunate time. You know, you did miss a race this year, um, your schedule, because you guys are all over the place. And, and, and we'll find out, you know, some of the lightning sprints, um, you might not make that Buffalo River trip or you might not make that Greenbush trip. Um, you always kind of were split before. Um, are you going to try to make as many as you can this year or how does your schedule work? Uh, work-wise, is very flexible. Uh, at the farm, it's still, you know, still very flexible yet, too, because there's, I'm not, I don't have huge amount of acres mm-hmm. so uh but yeah i'm still very busy at home but um yeah i'm gonna try to make as as many as i can uh, i plan to try to make every one of them uh you know pending something happening mm-hmm. maybe like a, a wheel bearing going out on a trailer or something like uh last year happened uh talk to us about that where were you on your way to uh i was on the way to buffalo river and i was about five miles from the track and um you didn't lose a wheel did you oh yeah oh boy i was i had been checking them um <laughs> They never felt hot or nothing, uh-huh. and, uh, so I don't know if something come loose, but um, the whole crown nut and, and the key were gone. Oh, boy. And um, the threads weren't buggered up, so I'm not really sure what happened, if something just broke or what. And, uh, yep, so I'm five miles north of the track and just cruising down the road, you know, behind as usual, and uh, the trailer drops to the ground. I'm like, holy, what, what was that? And here oh, comes man. a tire passing me. And I was like, no, this can't happen. <laughs> 
then I got out and I looked and I'm like, whoa, yeah, we got a problem here. So um, anyway, thankfully for for Chris, Chris Crowder was there too, and uh, Jason Olson. They came with their with the trailer and they helped me unload and load up, and we went racing. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, it doesn't matter what the class is, but we always end up bringing this up at a dirty Thursday. Uh, the other guys, I mean, your family, uh, it's just like, uh, me with fishing. If it doesn't matter last week, um, somebody broke down and it's your duty to tow them in. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you've got money on board, ready to, to go way in or not. That's just what you do. And, and you find that out, um, you find out who's your friend and who are the good people are real quick when something like that happens to you. I feel like everybody would help if they're able. Um, there's sometimes that people aren't just able to because maybe they don't have the tools for mm-hmm. one. Sure. Or, um, like in that situation when the, when the wheel bearing went out, um, yeah, thankfully for them. Thankfully they were there and they they offered to uh, to come and help me. And that same night uh, there was an hour, hour and a half rain delay. So oh, it worked out really well sure. yeah. that way. Uh, cost me a bunch of money, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think everybody would help out if they could. Um, even parts wise for cars, um, everybody I, I think in this class would give up uh, something if somebody needed. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you replace it, sure, or pay, or sure. pay them. Like last weekend, I needed a fuel pump from from uh, Matt and Kate Taves' dad or mm-hmm. their, their team, and I uh, went and got one. So I ordered one this week, so I'll just replace it for them. Nice. And um, but yeah, that go, that goes for everybody. Um, this group of, of drivers and, and family, or it is family, uh, I, f- I feel like would help everybody. Have you got a significant other? I do not. Going to keep it that way for a while or what? <laughs> Depends on... Uh, the, the reason I'm asking is because somebody asked me the other day, ask him. Ask him when he's on the show. <laughs> if you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> if you're smart, you won't. Uh, uh, no, it's just the right one hasn't come, come mm-hmm. by. Um, there's been girls that i've been interested that uh they haven't been interested back yeah and yeah. there's bergen girls that have been interested and i haven't been interested back yep. so it just hasn't been the, the right time i guess so you're an electrician by trade yep uh you work for todd i do and uh his daughter's still going at it pretty hard out there or what's going on there nope uh, i think she still lives in indianapolis uh i think she's doing some carbon fiber work for some company okay. sounds like uh, they do a lot of work for for a lot of big time race teams, um, not sure exactly the name of them, but uh, but I think her racing as of right now is okay on halter done maybe. Okay, okay. Uh, what a great help that guy has been to a lot of race teams. Um, Huge. Uh, you, you hear a lot of people talk about him, saying yep. they wouldn't be doing what they were doing without him. I wouldn't be doing without what I'm doing without him. Mm-hmm. And then to have him for a boss too. Uh, yes. You talk about your schedule being flexible. Yep. Um, I mean, it, I guess as long as the work is done. Yep. You, Go ahead, do what you got to do. But yep. um, how important is it to have a boss like that? I mean, I called you up out of the blue right. and said, "Can you make the trip down?" I mean, and you came all the way from freaking Greenbush. You had to take a twenty-five mile detour to get here. Yep. And and I mean, you know, maybe that maybe that the the streak will stay and you'll win tomorrow because that does happen here on this show. By the way, oh. um, it, <laughs> no it, pressure. It, it it happens a lot, but it's got to be pretty cool when you've got a boss that's that flexible yep uh back um almost probably five six seven years ago now when stefan snare was working for todd Mm -hmm. he was running the late model uh todd's late model and then jordan duray well still works there and he runs an a mod and and i run the lightning sprint and uh during the summer we would always say well it's friday it's race day we're shutting down at noon or whatever time you know it is and that's just kind of the way 
I feel like Todd's Electric in the summer is and kind of still is. It's like everybody that works there a race car driver? Yeah, it's on the resume. You have to fill out. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went to school to be an electrician. Oh, darn it. Um, I love up north up there. Um, I know in the winter there's not a whole lot to do unless you're an ice fisherman or a snowmobile driver, but... Um, it's really nice up there. You guys are, are close enough to like the Rozo world area. You're close enough to thief and, and even grand forks, but um, Greenbush just big enough without being too big. Um, uh, it's yeah, it's fine. I, I, I grew up there for, mm-hmm. been there for 36 years now. And uh, I think it's peaceful. Yep. Um, some people, you know, maybe think it's boring, but oh, it's boring as you want it to be. Exactly. I guess. I mean, I, I feel like there's plenty for me to do. Sure. Sure. Um, but I'm, I'm not everybody else either. Yeah. You uh, have any idea how long you'll be still racing? You say you're, what, 36? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we see some guys out there that have been going for a long time. Well, Lawrence Volrood. Lawrence he, uh, is one of them, yep. yeah. He just finally hung her up here last the mid-season. And how old is he now? I think 80 he was, or 81. Yeah, he was like pushing 80 or maybe yeah. 80. Yeah, and he's still up. And he's, his grandson got in the car now, so he's been, okay. he's been there uh, as much as he can, too, which is great. They're uh, great people. Lawrence is uh, well, he's he's a he's a good guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what's the race? Is there a race that's on your calendar that you're most excited for this season? Uh, well, but the nationals for that that'd be the big one, and mm-hmm. then uh, the Chad and Corey Olson Memorial. Uh, I'm not sure when that one's going to happen, but I, and I assume it's going to happen. Uh, but that would be another one. So the nationals, okay, uh, that's going to start Thursday. Yep, Ada. Devil's Lake, no. Devil's, that's right. Devil's Lake. Okay, and then Friday here. Yep. Uh, Saturday, Greenbush. Yep. And Sunday, Buffalo River. Yep. And this is where we get the guys from California and Colorado. And they, in fact, I, I can't remember what I heard now for a car count, but they're really expecting a big, big turnout for this thing this year. I actually have had um, a bunch of people, uh, drivers from the from the Wisconsin, Indiana, Indiana mm-hmm. area, uh, that have messaged me about track sizes and gear oh. and, and all this stuff. Uh, I know Jason and, and Amanda put out a, a car n- amount number. This was a couple months ago, but I haven't seen an update on that yet. But uh, at the time, I think there was 20 out-of-towners or out-of-clubbers, you want to yep. call them? Yep, um, I'm not sure what that number is now, if it's grown. But, you know, if, just say if there's 20 out-of-towners coming and we had our 20 locals. Yeah. Uh, well, there's 40 right there. Right, right. Which we can have 20 cars. It's just... Sure. Getting everywhere to the track at the same time seems to be the problem. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, to see 50 cars, I wouldn't be surprised because um, the money is good. That's very attractive. The four-day racing is attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, for me to go somewhere in the same scenario to travel that long away is four days is very attractive. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you don't want to go all the way across country to race one race. Exactly. You know, um, something like that. Uh, really got to keep your fingers crossed and hope nothing breaks, you know, yep. in the first night or two, but do you bring extra parts? Do you bring anything extra or, or you just hope? Uh, it's both. Um, I can only bring so much cause my trailer is only so big. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, worst case I could run home and get something or I could have somebody bring something or meet somewhere or sure. something like that. Uh, but yeah, you bring as much as you can. Um, cause there's, other than racing Saturday in Greenwich, I won't be home any of those days. Right. Um, so, so, so where do you stay? I mean, do you sleep in your pickup? Do you get a motel? Do you? What do you do? Both have been done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody's got a budget too. Yeah. So, if I'm by myself, I'll sleep in the pickup. 
Yep. Uh, that's no big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if somebody is with me, and more than my my uh, cousin Jake, if he's with, he likes to stay in hotels, so he likes to get a room. Sure. Uh, so that in that situation, we'll get a room. But um, uh, yeah, either way. Uh, it depends on how late we stay at the track, too. Right, right. Uh, Amanda Joe says we're right around 50 cars now That's for that uh, Nationals. That's going to be incredible. That is. Um, and, and I missed them last year. <clears throat> um, got the Drayton Catfish Tournament. Sure. I'm debating about this year what to do. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing is, if you have such a good night or a good day fishing, yep. you're going you're gonna to party it up a little bit. Yep. And then I don't know if it would be my best thing to do to come to work <laughs> and uh, oh boy i don't really know um i did want to mention too uh next week we're going to be doing dirty thursday live from the greater grand forks fair yeah that's right we're going to be uh down in the beer gardens so here's the deal though for next week i don't have a guest yet so if anybody there uh has any ideas anybody that wants to jump in and, and sit down with us for a while um i wouldn't mind rotating the guests in and out but if we can get some people to come in uh that would be great so a week from today we're going to be um at the fairgrounds, uh, right when you're walking in, where they set up the big beer gardens and the stage for the bands, uh, we plan on doing our shows there. So when it comes to, you mentioned your cousin helping you out, do you have a lot of help on your car? Is it just the two of you, or, or who else helps? Oh, on a nightly basis, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, he comes to the race uh, usually in Greenwich, along with his brother Joe. Uh, so they're, they're help. They're, you know, whether it's moral or mm-hmm. actually working on the car, uh, it's great to have someone there sometimes. Uh, but most of the time when I'm traveling, whether it's to Glendon, Fargo, uh, once in a while I'll get some help in Grand Forks, but or nothing really in Devil's Lake. But uh, all the, traveling, I don't get much help, so it's just me. But which is okay. Um, I do a lot of work on the car anyway. Sure, but you know, you you go into the pits and you'll see the big sprint cars and all that, and drivers usually sitting over there signing autographs or chilling out or talking to people and you got all these guys working on the car and then we see you guys the lightning sprint guys busting your asses right. you know and, and still stopping to smile for a picture or to sign a kid's hero card or something but does it get tough on you does it wear on you i mean you got a four-day show four days back to back to back to back coming up what's dexter gonna be like by sunday night well i know there's gonna be a lot of late nights um so i'll, I'll probably be pretty wore out but uh it's fun. It, it obviously only happens once a year. Mm-hmm. Four days, yes, it's a lot. But at the same time, just have fun. Sure. Have fun and uh, don't be a crab ass and yeah. just smile and take it all in. And, and you know, that's the thing. Uh, after the races especially, we all have bad days. We all have bad nights. But you can't show that. No. Uh, yeah, because usually what comes around is the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they look up to you, man. I mean. Yeah. They uh they want to sit in your car. It doesn't matter if there's something broke. They want to sit in there. They want pictures. They want to sign this, sign mm-hmm. that. Uh, and that's all good because there again, I was once there too. Sure, sure. Uh, Amanda Joe Enright says just one word: bubble gum. Oh, I know what she's talking. About. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't get spilt in the ground. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> oh. I can still remember that taste like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, you got a lot of good sponsors that help you. I do. Uh, you got your list. You, can you, do you remember them all? I think I can remember them. We'll start Give out it with, a shot. We'll start out with uh, Bennett Construction, uh, RCCA Co-op, Skag Lawmores, um, Storm Insurance, uh, Napa, uh, One Better Liquor, Todd's Electric, uh, S Ridge Ranch, uh, Spina Custom Egg Services, uh, Premier Egg, uh, Wagyu Farms, Prina Feeds, uh, CNM, Rosa County Ford, and Backwood Services. Oh, and uh, Johnson Paint and Repair. Wow, was it hard to get sponsorship, 
or is it easier as you win? Oh, well, I feel like as you win, yeah, it is easier. Um, and I, I feel like being a good person or try to be a good person, mm-hmm. I feel like that helps, dude. You know, if you're a complete asshole, that uh, oh, makes a difference. Oh, it yeah. does. And I, I have people that sponsor me because they love racing mm-hmm. and they they can't get in the car themselves. Or I just have people that just want to help out just because they like racing. Yeah. Um, then there's some guys that the sponsor and they just never come to the race. They just say, here. Yeah. Have fun. I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard you're pretty good. Yeah. yeah here. Yeah. Did, do, do you have to load up your car and bring it to sponsors, businesses uh, occasionally? Uh, I did a little bit back probably six years ago when mm-hmm. the Hallock used to have a car show. Sure. Uh, Todd wanted me to bring it, bring it there. Um, but I haven't for nobody's asked. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, uh, Bennett Construction, Trevor Bennett uh, asked me to last fall, I think, but we were in the field, so that didn't work out. Okay, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I would mm-hmm. if sure I was, if I was able. And and it, you know, it's not such a a big task to load up a lightning sprint no. uh, compared to some of these other guys. But uh, what are you growing on your chunk of land? Uh, I got beans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Everybody's kind of going to that, aren't they? Well, uh, being well, one one uh, crop or one piece of ground last year was wheat, so it was mm-hmm. just a rotation sure. deal, and then. Sure. Uh, and then uh, the other chunk was just, uh, it's probably just easier to do it. Yeah. Um, but next year might be a little rotation difference. I used to have a bunch of farmland up by Donaldson. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> it's all gone now, though. Um, in anyway. a swamp or what? No, it was all farmland, all tillable. They call a, a chunk over there the, kind of the swamp because it's just so flat and doesn't oh. really drain yeah. too well. No, this was family stuff. And sure. when one family member decided it was time to get rid of it, then we all have to because yeah. I sure couldn't afford to buy four quarters of land or whatever yeah. it was. But, um, you know, you, you mentioned about being an asshole and, and things like that. And and it does make a difference. Um, I mean, let's face it. I've known race car drivers uh, throughout my career that are pricks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people know they are. Yep. And I was warned that they were. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm the guy with the microphone. They're not going to be that way, but they were. Mm. Um, I've also seen people that I was told were pricks that change. Um, I, a lot of them do, right. but they're still there, but they always get that stigma. Yep. You know, the guy's an asshole. You don't want to even go down. But um, how do you want to be remembered as a race car driver when you're done? I want to be uh, something, like you said before, about the kids look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that... They have 50 of my pictures on the wall. Yeah. Um, someone that uh, they want to be like. Um, you know, just someone that's uh, just a good person in general, you know. And I might not have the, the best stuff, the biggest trailer, mm-hmm. the most flashiest, you know. Um, but, you know, the person is what matters, I guess. You're uh, on the last lap, side by side with whoever, coming out of turn number four. Are you going to dirty him up or are you a clean racer? No, no, because... <clears throat> I don't want them to dirty me. Right. Um, so if that role was reversed, uh, I, would, I wouldn't want them to do it to me, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something happens on the track with me and somebody else, it's never intentional. Right. I drive, I drive hard but conservative, if that makes sense. Sure, it does. I, yeah. drive, I drive hard at, at times where they're needed and conservative when it's needed. You know, say I, just say I start row four. Uh, maybe it's on the inside. I ain't going to go barrel the car in there. No, no. I, if you guys want to go barrel the car in there, I'm hopefully I'm just going to come out unscathed. Uh, but I want to race to another lap. I want to race to all 20 laps. Sure. I want to finish the race, and I don't want to fix the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, okay, say you're racing. Let me re- rephrase this. And, and uh, whoever you're side-by-side side with on, on the last lap of the race has never won a race. Put yourself in their shoes. 
do you still you know what i mean that's a, it's easy to say when you've won a bunch of races uh, no i'll just back off let them have it but then again you remember what it was like to get that first win and you never know i what would happen i actually just thought about this and i maybe i was talking to my, in myself in my mind uh but uh last weekend because uh, we have a couple up and comers that haven't got their first win yet mm-hmm. and they're searching and they're going to get, get close. You they're, see them get close and then gonna, they yep. step on their, you know what, for a half a second and yep. there it goes. But yeah, it's going to come. Um, but at the same time, I was always oh, talking to somebody about wrecking. Uh, when somebody wrecks and you win, is it cool to win? Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to beat them that way. No. So I guess there it goes to somebody that's searching for their first win. Do you want to win because it was given to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, me, No. I would want to beat them straight up. Sure, sure. I want, I want to beat them straight up because that's the best feeling it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, let's say if you're side-by-side side coming out of turn four and, and you just let them go and you just shut your mouth and say, yeah, 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 you beat me. Um, I guess you could play that card too. Hard to do though, isn't it? It is because... <laughs> I mean, we, I have a, we have a pair for... More than the one reason people think, yeah. you know. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It uh, it would be it would be interesting to see what I do. Um, I feel like I'm just going to race hard regardless, and just let them beat me, you know, fair and square. Yep. Um, who's lucky? That's my dog. Oh, that's your number one crew member, huh? Yeah, she's oh. on a couple pictures uh, throughout the season. I'll okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, here we got uh, Mike Schmiedeberg. I was in an incident with Dexter. <laughs> rolled and someone said it was dirty i slipped and responded with dexter isn't dirty it was pure accident all good was never mad dexter's a guy you can race beside within inches to spare and be comfortable um i, I would imagine uh after listening to you now and, and somebody you get in a situation like that and somebody that probably doesn't know crap about racing says dirt you know dexter was dirty he dirtied him out but um it's obvious to me that i don't think that's how you are uh, to be honest, uh, if something like that does happen with like Mike there, um, I more than likely went over to him and apologized. Um, but if it's something like that happens in the future, I'm going to damn well try to be, my, be the first one there to sure. apologize. Because uh, like, there again, I don't want it to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't intentional. And I don't want nobody to be like that. Right. I don't want this class to to have people that are like that and just wreck stuff to win like, you know why it, it, it when you look at uh, i'll use uh, river city speedway for example uh rideoutcars.com victory lane when when you when we do an interview with a winner of a race and they talk about if it was a tight race between them and another car you always hear that how much they appreciate the clean racing mm-hmm. and 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 not getting all dirty and all of that that's when the fans go nuts yep. i mean nobody wants to see i i hate that when you got guys battling it out and somebody dirties somebody and, and gets them, you just push them out of the way. Yeah. I can't stand that. Um, but the fans absolutely love it when when you can watch them actually race. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, NAPCAR now is turning into where it's just like, well, he did this, he did that. Now let's see who can punch the hardest at the end of the race. It's a soap it, opera. Yeah, it, it is. And, and it's getting old. Yeah. I mean, it really is getting old. And and you've also got guys that, um, you know, during an, a, an interview on national television can give somebody the bird. Yep. I mean, imagine the sponsor. You know, imagine if you're down at, at Victory Lane here at River Cities and all of a sudden you look up at somebody and flip them off. Right. Uh, I'm sure Todd's not going to really dig that. 
Well, I don't think anybody would. No. Honest. Your friends, your family, your pit crew. Um, I feel like the cl- or club wouldn't either, but obviously you're probably flipping somebody off in the you know same class. But uh, I don't. I just I don't do that. Uh, I might do it off the air, or off the sure. The well, then you can. That, that's a different right. thing. It's different, but you don't do that in, out in uh, whenever he's watching. You know, and and here's another thing too. And I'm sure you have found this out, Dexter. Um, when you start to win, people either love you or they hate you. Um, I could say, well, why do you boo Dexter? Well, because he wins all the time. That's not a bad thing. Um, no. do, do the have you heard any of the boos? Does it bother you if it does happen? Uh it actually kind of would if I got booed because I want to know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know why and how to make them cheer. You okay. know? I don't want them to hate me. No. I mean, if they're booing because I win all the time, well. And I'm guessing that's why because you don't give them a reason to not like you. Right. So it, I, I just I'd like to talk to them and see, like, yeah. okay, why are you booing me? You know, I heard it with Dob Meyer for years. People yeah. would boo him, and it was just because he was a winner. Yeah. Uh, you You're know, have them people though. It, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And again, uh, we all have our favorite driver. Yep. I'm going to cheer at the race itself. Yep. Uh, your favorite guy's not going to win every night. No, nope. we're there to put on a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Brad Sang says, it's a circus type atmosphere. We want to put on a great show for the people as fast as we can and get everybody home safe. And a good race is part of putting on a good show. Um, God, I'm glad you made it down here, man. Uh, I, I feel like it's such a long drive to sit and talk to you for an hour. That's okay. Uh, I, I, I enjoy it, and I appreciate uh, you asking. You know, I, I was debating on who to bring in, and I thought, well, Lightning Sprints are going to be here more this year. Yep. We got them coming up this weekend. Why not? Let's get it. And and, and uh, let's face it, you guys, uh, I need to show you guys a little bit more love, too, because uh, it's not all about Lightning Sprints all the time. Daryl, all the Canadians watching, good day. John and Dexter, who's faster, you or Jason Berg? Who's asking? A uh, guy from Canada, <laughs> my buddy Daryl. Uh, One of the Daryls. Um, Jason's got his moments. And, um, and Jason, by the way, has not texted me yet, so maybe he's not watching today. Uh, like I said, he's got his moments. He can, he can be. Um, I'll just go with more. I'll have more. I have more experience. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want to mention, too, because uh, I think you mentioned that uh, I think William Dick is from Canada. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And we apologize, William. We sent you those tickets to the Gone Country Fest, but it got returned back to sender. The address wasn't valid for yeah, some reason. Yeah, and, and actually just got sent back to the studio today. So, yeah, and uh, that sucks. Sorry about that, William. Um, okay, so you're faster than Jason. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, we're looking forward to this. Let's see, coming up. Um... I don't want to tell anybody that I'm faster than them. I just want to go and prove it. Okay. Um, well, you get your chance tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. July 9th, by the way, Chad Hoff and myself are going to be at Buffalo River. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing the broad, the uh, announcing up there. I am so keyed up for it. I can't wait. Uh, oh, he's working on the track. That's why. That's why he's not watching or listening. Um, what, what are your plans now for the rest of the day? Uh, I'll go back to work, or I should say back to work, go to work uh, for a couple hours, finish up the day, and um, go home and do some more stuff around the yard, I guess. Yeah. Um, car ready to go for tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I suppose I should get that ready, too. Do you have a day that you say, okay, this is what we're going to do, or do you just kind of pick away as you can when you have time? Yeah, pick away. Uh, usually by the time I get done that night, um, like uh, not last night, the day before I was cutting hay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get done doing that till like a little bit after nine. Sure. Uh, last night I worked till 
think it was, I got home at 9.30 or quarter to 10. So by the time I got home, got in the garage, started working. Um, I didn't, I don't think I went to bed till like it was one forty. Oh, jeez. But, uh, but lately it's been like that because the spring and the summer mm-hmm. now has been so hectic. Uh, I've been trying to learn some things on the car. So I try to work on the car when I can, uh, keep up with the yard, um, and just everything else. So yeah, I just chip away, uh, and I'll chip away tonight and I'll get it washed up and, um, you know, get whatever I need greased up and uh, looking pretty for tomorrow night. Is there a big difference on chassis from your old one compared to this new one uh, as far as setup and maintenance? Huge. It uh, is. Maintenance is maybe a little bit more, um, but it's not bad. It's, it's mm-hmm. easy. Uh, but, yes, setup-wise is is drastic. Um, I do less for more, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it does. Um, like the old car, I had to do more and not get the same results as I am right now. Um but now I'm doing less, I feel like, and it's easier, and I get the results I'm, I'm after. Have you learned the car completely? No, we never do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, is that kind of a downer, or is that exciting? It's exciting, because mm-hmm. you're always learning. If, if, sure. If, if, you, if you know everything in life, or cars, or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. What do you got? What, the, what's left? Well, yeah, exactly. So you're always, you're always learning. You're always excited about something. And when you do find something out... You want to go apply it to the car and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. It might not be the night one, but maybe on night two when the track is a little different or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you go apply it and see what happens. Do you, um, are you one of those guys that you get into a zone before you race or do you meditate or do you do any funky feng shui kind of stuff or you just busy up until you get in the car? Uh, for one, I have, I have to go pee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I think that's maybe everybody, but yep. I have to do that. Even and if you don't have to. If, yep. <laughs> yep. It's always that feeling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so I have to do that. And a lot of times I just, I pace. Mm-hmm. I pace around okay. the car. I, I look. I just look at the car. I think. I look at every tire. I look at nuts, bolts, whatever. And I just, I pace around the car and I look. I might go peek up at the track, see what it's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it getting dusty or will they work on the track or whatever? But yeah, I, I pace around the car and uh, until I got to get in. Uh, somebody wants to know, does Dex do personal development? He seems very personally developed. I don't know what that means. I'm just me. You're just you. All right. Uh, good show, John and Double D. Thank you, Amanda Joe. If I would have known, uh, well, if I would have remembered Chad wasn't going to be here, I would have called you up, Amanda Joe. But uh, I always call her last minute when I find out Chad's not going to be here and call darn it if she doesn't almost always drop what she's doing and uh, come on to the show. But looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Um, I'll come down to the pits hopefully beforehand and, and get to talk to you. And, uh, you know what, maybe we'll get to see you tomorrow night in victory lane. I think that'd be a good time. Um, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you making this trip down here. Uh, it's not an easy drive. It's not a cheap drive. And, uh, you know, taking four hours out of your life just to come and sit with us for an hour here. We sure appreciate it. Talking races, racing or races or pastimes, whatever I feel like is priceless. Yeah. Uh, I've always told people about the racing, uh, half the fun is on the track and, and racing. Mm-hmm. Half of it's the, you know, whatever, if you're having a beer, a pop, or water, talking racing afterwards is the other half. So I feel like this is a part of it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. We sure appreciate you feeling that way, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, imagine what I'm doing here. This is pretty swank. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I can't imagine you. Sit here, ex- drink beer, and talk racing. How excited you are for every Thursday in the summer. Oh, I am. I am. Uh, and, I can't. Uh, better stop by tomorrow night. I'll have some 
some lattes for you. Okay. Uh, you got it for sure. I will be here. Thank you again for coming on. Uh, there you go. Wow. Dexter Bjergstein, uh, he's a power. I'm in Coda lightning sprint driver. You will see him tomorrow. He's already got three wins here this year, uh, around the tracks, but you will see him tomorrow. River city speedway. Uh, I can't wait. I love it when the lightning sprints are in town. Uh, and again, we are looking for guests that want to come on next Thursday. We're going to be doing the show live from the river city speedway at the fair. So uh, if you got any ideas, come and find me tomorrow night at the track and uh, tell me who you're thinking, and we'll see if we can't reach out to them. Big shout-out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. They are a sponsor of Dirty Thursday. They have been since day one, and what a great place. Uh, maybe you want lunch or dinner. They've got incredible specials. We see people going in here for lunch all the time. Uh, right now, they got their afternoon bingo session going on. Wall-to-wall TVs. You can go uh, bet on the horses. Uh, they've got the NHL package. You can watch all your UND Fighting Sioux sports. Uh, all the horse races, everything. And don't forget, Monday is DJ Trivia Night, too. Rumors, Sports Bar and Casino. We love the place, not just because they're right across the hallway from us either, because it's a great place. Uh, let's see. Tonight, great sports show. Fork Sports Highway with Bill and Monty and a whole great crew bringing you all the sports news for the week, and there is a ton to talk about. Also, 9 o'clock tonight, the Brew Brothers podcast is coming up. Uh, we got a whole great day still yet to come. Hey, remember to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. That way you will never miss a show like Dirty Thursday. We all know the Grand Cities is awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.